begin. Your healthy radio addiction starts now. Motorcycle Madhouse on Spotify and iTunes Radio. Gentlemen, the king. Hail to the king, baby. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to Motorcycle Madhouse Biker News. You know who the hell I am, so there's no introduction needed. The king of biker radio is here. And today we have a hell of a show for you. We are going to go all over the world and discuss all kinds of issues. We're also going to be talking about the five-year anniversary that just happened on Sunday, 5-17-2020 of the Waco Twin Peaks incident where the cops thought it was a turkey shoot yes they did they thought it was a turkey shoot and you know what such such irony the way they're crying and whining but we're gonna go to a story uh out of the waco tribune tommy witherspoon boy did he do a hell of a job during this whole thing and he has followed it from beginning to end Yes, beginning to end. Also, yes, we have your favorite, Wall of Shame. Yes, we have the Wall of Shame, where Leo, they go out there and get arrested for the stuff that they claim one percenters do, but there's a but in that. Most of the time, one percenters ain't freaks, okay? There's a lot of sexual stuff going on with these Leos, man, that they ain't supposed to be doing. So we're going to be covering that as well this Thursday on Motorcycle Madhouse Live. If you haven't seen the promos, first of all, you better get over on Facebook. Second of all, you better pound rock on in that comment section so I know you're out there listening. And third, yes, we have Brian and Tank from the Biker Lifestyle Podcast. I actually just did a freaking interview with them over at their clubhouse. Great guys, you know, just a great conversation, man. Couldn't even know it was a damn interview going on. That's the way you're supposed to do it, and props to them. So make sure you go look up uh, the Biker Lifestyle Podcast over on YouTube, their Facebook group, The Whole Nine Yards. Go give them some support, man. Give them some support. I'm telling you, man, I'd appreciate it. Do it for me. Do it for me. So let's get on to the news for today. Okay, we're going to go to South Africa and why I like this story so much and why I'm talking about South Africa. Well, for one, we're international. We got listeners from everywhere. But it just goes to show you that no matter where you are in the world, bikers are stepping up. That's why I want to cover this story. It's a good one. If you don't like it, go, you know, pound your pecker. That's all I can tell you. Anyway, out of the Captain Express, MPO and Motorcycle Club help feed the needy. Yes, they do it all over the world, just like they do here in the U.S., man. Give them props. Give them props. Uh, it goes on to say the number of families in need are increasing, and yes, it is with what is going on worldwide. We're just not bikers, but we're dealing with this uh, COVID stuff, man. Not, no, it's not a good thing. Now, me, I am not diminishing how bad this this. 
virus really is, man. It's really bad. Uh, it's hit people I've known, and it's hit them hard. Uh, one of the people I actually grew up with, man, he's in one of them rehabilitation uh, places. So, yeah, it can knock you on your butt. It's no joke, man. Don't be over there shaking hands and, you know, get some piss bumps is what I say. Anyway... Under his covering and 40s motorcycle club donated food parcels to needy families. Uh, they were distributed by Rudolph Blazer, Dan Daniels, Kathy Daniels, and Kevin Morgan. If you're over on the radio, you can see a pic of them over on our video uh, platforms, Facebook and YouTube. Uh, this by he Helen Razo, the journalist behind that. Boy, they got some hot ones in South Africa, boy some hotties you know a lot of them blondes man blue eyes you know hey i'll take a blonde any damn day that's just me i don't know about you maybe you're in the redheads brunettes you know hey whatever floats your boat anyway the reality of the extended lockdown will financially haunt families for far longer than anyone can imagine so very true uh npo under his covering in a joint charity drive with 40s motorcycle club south africa have come together on and this was uh this past about may 8th to donate food parcels to needy families quote thank you for being actively involved in reaching out to the families in kempton park affected by the lockdown your assistance time Love, kindness, generosity, and willingness to give the families are much appreciated, said under his coverings, Cariac Pretorius. Hmm. I butchered it. I'll be the first one to re say it. I butchered it. <laughs> he believes under his covering uh, cannot change the world, but together they can reach out and bring change. She highlighted the need that still exists in Captain Park. She said the MPO has been serving Kempton Park for years and has the appropriate permits to receive and distribute relief to beneficiaries. Rock and roll, man. That is the 40th Motorcycle Club again. Everything's the freaking same, man. Worldwide, bikers are out there to help the community. Don't believe when Leos tell you bikers are criminals. Because as you'll see coming up, the wall of shame, <laughs> I beg to differ. Anyway, a story that uh, we follow from uh, start uh, to finish was the Waco Twin Peaks. As you know, five years uh, ago, yeah, it was a sad state of affairs uh, by Tommy Witherspoon out of the Waco Trib. Tommy was the one I would follow all the time because I knew he wasn't biased towards cop or the clubs. He put it down the middle straight and reported everything. I, You know what? When I heard, I heard that uh, Abel Reyna wouldn't even talk to the Waco uh, Tribune because they were so on point. Uh, it, Payne Linger's accountability scan, to which it is five years after deadly Twin Peaks shootout. Five years ago, Patrick Harris and a few friends from his motorcycle club rode from Austin to Waco to take part in a regional meeting to learn about new legislating, uh, legislation affecting motorcyclists. He and his friends had just pulled into the former Twin Peaks restaurant parking lot at about noon that Sunday and had not even gotten off their bikes when the first shots rang out to begin the deadliest single day in American motorcycle group's history. Which it was, it was. Harris and friends dove for cover behind parked cars and were among those 
close to 200 bikers arrested and jailed under $1 million bonds after nine bikers were killed and 20 others were injured in the biker battle on May 17, 2015. In the years since, the 32-year-old Austin resident has earned a master's degree in counseling and is now working on his doctorate in mind-body medicine while working as a psychotherapist and teaching undergraduate psychology courses at uh, Houston Tilliston University in Austin. Rock and roll, man. That's awesome. That is awesome news there. Go get that degree, man. In the aftermath of Twin Peaks, Harris, who parents, stepfather, and uncle are police officers, spent 11 days in the McClellan County Jail. His landlord kicked him out of his apartment. He was rejected for a job with the State Health and Human Services Agency, and he was expelled from Mexico while on his way to pick uh, work with six children at uh, a clinic run by the celebrated Dr. Patch Adams. Man, I love that movie. That was a cool movie. Anyway, uh, Harris thought he had done a pretty good job of moving beyond the layered ripple effects of his treatment at the hands of the McClellan County Justice System when he got a notice to renew his passport a couple months ago, mindful that his arrest at Twin Peaks got him red flagged and kicked out of Mexico. Harris said he decided to check to see if he is listed on the Texas Gang Database. Yes, that good old Texas gang database, or I guess you don't live in America and they just can put you on a watch list like, you know, you're some kind of domestic terrorist or something. Turns out his hunch was correct, a trouble in discovery five years after his arrest on charges for which he never was indicted. So Harris decided that there was no use to try to renew his passport, at least until his civil rights lawsuit against the city of Waco and various officials is resolved in federal court. He might try to get his record expunged after that. There was tons of people that were arrested in this incident that had nothing whatsoever to do with it. They were arresting anybody with a patch down there. They were handed out blank freaking uh, forms where, you know, that was supposedly probable cause. Uh, yeah, just to get people caught off, this was not America right here. This was a Gestapo police action that happened down in Waco Twin Peaks. Sad stuff, man. Sad stuff. Uh, let's skip ahead a little bit. Uh, uh, he does still ride with the Grim Guardians motorcycle group. He had just sold the Kawasaki Vulcan Drifter. He was riding at Twin Peaks, got a Harley Dyna. Uh, you have this paradox when you attack a dif disenfranchised group. I think the government used Waco to try to scare the motorcycle groups from gathering, but it worked the opposite, where I think the law enforcement thought it would make it uh, scatter like roaches under light. It only brought us together even closer and made us stronger as a community. You know, uh, Popeye OG over at Texas Biker Radio, boy, do they cover the stuff in Texas. You guys got to go check them out. They're on YouTube, uh, Facebook. I believe they uh, have uh, a podcast on that stuff. Uh, but yeah, they do have uh, a website. You can listen to them. But uh, they cover all this stuff, and boy, are they detailed. And it's really funny uh, how bad it really is down there in Texas, man. The motorcycle club profiling, biker profiling. It's like Texas don't like bikers, man. That's all I can say. That's the way it looks from everybody outside of Texas. 
And you cannot sit there and blame clubs for it. No, what happened that day at Twin Peaks was a total setup. For one, they knew, uh, you know what, I'm going to keep on reading. I'll go on to that on my final thoughts. Uh, a number of bikers arrested at Twin Peaks five years ago declined the comment for the story. With many saying they are just trying to move on with their lives, others did not return phone messages. More than 100 bikers and their families had planned to gather Saturday at Palms Lounge to commemorate the anniversary and to honor the memory of Jesus Delegado Rodriguez, known as Mohawk, who was not affiliated with the biker club, was killed at Twin Peaks. However, his families canceled the event because of the COVID-19. Uh, Dallas attorney Don Tittle represents more than a 100 bikers in civil rights lawsuits that name McClellan County. The city of Waco, former McClellan County District Attorney Abel the Dark Reina, I can say a lot worse, former uh, Waco Police Chief Brent Stroman, and other state and local officials. Now, this is what really burns my pecker here. U.S. Judge Alan Albright has thrown out the cases of about 95 of the bikers so far, uh, leaving partially intact the cases of 35 or so bikers who were not indicted. Albright's rulings basically state that the grand jury, by issuing 155 indictments in the shootout, constitute evidence that there was adequate adequate probable cause to arrest all 192 people who went to jail my guess this guy's probably a republican you know hey i'm an equal opportunity employer yeah i hit the left because you know quite frankly i don't like them but you know if this is a republican judge they always side that way you can always tell which judge is on what side it's it's really bad man you know, instead of freaking going and, uh, you know, doing their duty upholding the Constitution, they want to be political hacks, I guess. Anyway, you know, I'll talk more about this in my final thoughts. Now, let's go over to the UK dib stomping ground over there. Uh, this out of thevisordown.com, and I find this to be a very interesting uh, article. Motorcycle groups call for government to recognize motorcycles. The UK's leading motorcycle representative groups have submitted a paper calling for the recognition of the role of the motorcycle in modern day Britain. Rock and roll, man. That's kind of like A-bait over here. But, you know, see, that's what I like. You know, we might have different cultures, different ways of doing things. But, you know, the core is the same all over the world. Uh, in it, they call for the government to take on uh, board the positive effects motorcycles can have on the whole of UK as we move out of the COVID-19 pandemic and beyond, the move comes after Shaps made an address to the nation outlining how each of us should stay safe while traveling around the country. In it, he pushed walking and cycling, although completely ignored motorcycles as a convenient and socially distanced form of personal transport. The coalition, here it is, of organizations consists of the Motorcycle Action Group, or MAG, the Vintage Motorcycle Club, VMCC, the Trail Riders Fellowship, TRF, and the British Motorcyclist Federation, BMF. The groups jointly commissioned a white paper, which was submitted to the Secretary of State earlier, 
And, uh, you know, we have reported on this message uh, and all that good stuff. Uh, now, the paper, some of the stuff that it covered was reviews ways the crisis is affecting motorcycle riding, discussed the conditions under which motorcyclists can continue to ride safely during the various COVID-19 alert level phases, sets out the case for the government-supported code of guidance for maintaining social distancing, uh, basically, they really get in there, man. They really get in that stuff. Uh, so that's good news going out on uh, over on the island over there in Britain. Again, that is freaking Dibs's uh, stomping ground. Go listen to Dibs on YouTube or uh, Facebook. He can give you a lot more on this than I can. But, you know, th the point of this episode was, you know, I wanted to make sure we covered, you know, stuff around the world because, again, at the core, we're all the same, man. That's what's great about bikers. Now, let's go to the wall of shame. The wall of shame, bud. Yes, an off-duty cop arrested after threatening his wife with a gun in Eastern Queens. NYPD. No, he wouldn't do that, would he? Leo wouldn't threaten anybody with a gun. Yeah, right. Anyway, by Jacob K. out of QNS, an off-duty NYPD police officer was arrested after he threatened his wife with a gun inside their queen's home earlier this year, according to the NYPD. Sazzle Roy, you are now on Hollywood's Wall of Shame, buddy. Yes, welcome to the Wall of Shame. All your police officer Leo buddies can see you made it. You made it big, man. You're on the show. You're on the wall of shame. Everybody's going to know you're a prick now. Anyway, he was arrested by his fellow officers on May 15th around 2.15 a.m. Did you guys break down the door with that big bulletin thing or did you just not, you know, knock nicely? You know, anybody else, you just knock through the door. And charged with menacing for the alleged domestic violence incident that occurred on March 1st. Oh, it took you two months! Two months! Yeah. If it was me or somebody else, we'd be arrested the same day. His wife hadn't reported the incident until recently, police sources says. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, I bet. Uh, Roy, who lives within the kind confines of the 105th precinct you guys are now famous has been with the nypd since 2016 according to the nypd he most recently was assigned to a transit command in brooklyn uh and they say the investigation is ongoing again you are now in the wall of shame buddy Welcome aboard. You got all your other freaks to enjoy. You guys might be able to circle jerk each other. Okay, as always, don't forget you can take us with you on your bike trip or on your car trip. Go to work with us. Motorcycle Madhouse Radio Show. Listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Alexa, or Amazon Alexa. My fault. I'm just so excited that you guys can listen to us anywhere. And go follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and subscribe to us on YouTube. And go visit HarleyLiberty.com. Get your 
biker news on a daily basis now my final thoughts i love it when i have to introduce a leo to the wall of shame i really do because every time i do it it shoves it in their face yes they're always going after one percenters or motorcycle clubs like down in texas and you know what i say look in your own backyard go clean up the poop first before you start making allegations against a group of bikers yes you guys need to stop being hypocrites because you know most of the time you guys are doing some freaky stuff out there man i i just gotta say that you're you're freaks you're freaks you do some stuff that a lot of people will not do especially bikers man but you'll go out there you'll try to freaking make it to where the press all they do is call them you know sons of anarchy or criminal gangs because that's the stuff you push because you know a lot of clubs won't come back to the media and put their side out but that's what we're here for yes we will get it out everywhere just like we'll get your wall of shame out everywhere <laughs> you freaks anyway uh i think the biggest basis of today's show like i said earlier was bikers are the same everywhere i think that's what brings us together as a lifestyle I think that's what grows us as a lifestyle is we're same everywhere. Protocols and stuff again are local, boys. But when it comes to, you know, the very premise of bikers, we're the same everywhere, man. That's why I brought up that story from South Africa. Way to go out there to 40s Motorcycle Club. Way to go with your biker rights organization in the UK, man. So you see what I mean. Everybody's the same. If I didn't say it was Africa, you wouldn't know the difference. Because you know what happens all over the world? And that is why I love the biker lifestyle. It is a lifestyle. You live it. You breathe it. The whole nine yards. So, uh, that it, it, it's just a beautiful thing. Now, let's go to Twin Peaks. Yes, Twin Peaks. It is an abomination for what happened to them people. And to say that a grand jury gave the okay that there was sufficient evidence is total BS. When this was going on, you guys were signing papers, man. You were making, you had the same paper and just put a name in there. That is, that ain't sufficient evidence. It got out of control because of the cops down there. The cops did this. They had text, they had information on it from informants that this was going to go down. All they had to do was what a lot of these freaking Leos uh, do everywhere else in the United States. They keep the groups away from each other and nothing ever happens. But no, this is what Waco wanted. You know, Waco is kind of a funny place, if you ask me. You know, what happened in the 90s there? Yeah, I know it was more of a federal thing, but it's Waco. Then again, uh, 2015, it was Waco with this stuff. So yeah, what is in the water down there with you Leos, man? Then you're putting everybody in a gang database. What in the, I was, you know what, I am wondering, I want a question answered from you, Leo. You know, you're all too busy trolling me anyway. You're always, uh, you know, sending me emails, swearing at me. You're not being very nice to old Hollywood. Uh, but answer me this question. Do you put your fellow law enforcement Leo Motorcycle Club members in that gang database? 
because according to your criteria, they should be in there. So I say, be fair. If you're going to throw people in gang databases, make sure you throw in people like from the Sworn Few, the Blue Knights, you know, them type of stuff. You got to be fair. If you're going to apply law, it has to be equally. I know we got a two-tier justice system here in the United States. Something I hope that, you know, the people is going to fix one of these days because it is ridiculous suffering succotash. It really is. Uh, You know, we got to get out there. And that's why I preach about bikers rights all the time. Uh, motorcycle rights. That's why I tell you, get your asses out there. Join A-Bait if you don't want to go to the parties and stuff. At least send the membership dues. MR up the same thing. And support NCOM. You know, we had uh, representatives from NCOM on. We're going to have a representative from COC from Chicago on. And it's funny. You guys, especially the haters of clubs, oh, you got to pay this guy to pay that guy. You know what? It's not like that. That's why I say in October, and again, I'll find out the date one of these days, guys. I really will. Uh, That way I can let you know. Uh, Go to the NCON convention and see for yourself. That's the best way I can tell you to get, you know, the lay of the land and to see how false it is that you know, it's mostly those that support Leo, and it's mostly those clubs that don't want to do it the right way. They're the ones hiding out and stuff in their backyards that say, hey, you know, to be a part of NCOM, you got to pay uh, tributes and stuff. That's total BS. Total BS. Go back, listen to some of my interviews with the people I did, uh, you know, motorcycle uh, profiling. Uh, project with Double D. Uh, uh, oh yeah, before I forget, uh, if you've been profiled, make sure you go do that survey. But go over to the freaking uh, convention. You'll see what I'm talking about. Uh, but with that, hopefully you guys enjoyed the show. It was a beautiful one today. And welcome to the Hall of Sh- or the Wall of Shame, you freaking prick. <laughs> I said goodbye, vamoose, adios, ciao, see ya. so long, get your hat jack. The number one internet biker radio show is now available on Spotify and all major platforms including iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, and more. Don't forget to become a subscriber on any one of these platforms so you can be notified right away when our weekly episode is uploaded so you never miss an episode. Hi, this is Jay Hollywood Machikari. Join our YouTube channel and get Motorcycle Madhouse and tons of videos related to the bikers. Join now by subscribing for free and become part of the throttle today. Always free and always entertaining. Don't forget to visit us at www.harleyliberty.com for your daily biker news. Rock on!